0: The three points. Manchester City is still alive here. Baratelli! Aguero! I swear you'll never see anything like this ever again! See, walk away your life if that turns you wild. It's all in the moment. Look away in the sky. It's about time that your mind took a holiday.
1: Going to win the league.
2: Uh, because we've got the best team, we've got the best manager, we've got a manager who doesn't, uh, he basically doesn't You know, fold in the big uh,
1: pressure situations. Appar- appar- you're, you're ab- 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 apparently he does fold in the big situations, Sandy. Well, oh, no, 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 they're, <laughs> they're not the big situations.
2: The big situation, you he means, you're on about Spurs. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, but that was a quarter-final. It wasn't a final. <clears throat> and there was no guaranteeing that we would get to the final and win it anyway. So I think we said on our channel, and I've said all season, that I think we'll get the treble. And uh, one of the things we're going to miss is going to be the quarter, uh, the Champions League. So, um, no, he hasn't folded. Uh, Klopp is a serial bottler when it comes to it. So for me, I still think there'll be twists before the end of the season. Uh, I still think possibly there's going to be points dropped. But uh, we've got the best manager at the helm. We've got the best team who've been there and done it. And for me, we're winning the Premier League this season and we're winning the travel.
1: Now, one of the things that um, Korean fans really love is they love experience. They love people who know things, who've done things. And we've got to go to Colin Savage. And we've got to say... <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, Ray and... Uh, Ray and An- Ray, Ray-, Ray and Andy are, are are laughing, but they're they're, they're 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 just kids. I mean, come on, come on! I mean, my goodness, that'll, that'll, that'll do for me, my, kid. I'll be more than happy with that. My goodness, Andy and uh, and Ray, they're not even fifty or just about fifty. I mean, we've got to turn to someone that really knows something about mm-hmm. how things go so we're gonna to go to colin savage and and say colin who's, seven, who's seven, a, seven. a
3: resident octogenarian
1: colin
3: yeah. who, <laughs> who, who's 70. go on he what? knows all that
2: he's
1: 70. well you guys are just pups in comparison to colin Colin we are we are. <laughs> now come on now i'm going to unplug it gonna you're... walk away from this you 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 really are pups you really are pups colin has been there in the 70s in the 60s colin what do in you the think this
3: i am going to say this Mike. i've got to say today is the anniversary of our first ever trophy uh, and Colin's got a selfie with uh, Billy Meredith in <laughs> from that.
1: <type> of <laughs> but guys, come on, you're, 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 you're both pups. You're both pups. You've got uh, Colin Savage here, who's done it in the 60s, in the 70s. Now
4: we're going to ask Colin, Colin, do you really think that we are going to do this? Uh, yes, I do. I've said, I think if you go back uh, among the archives, you'll find I've been saying it, even when we were uh, seven points behind, that I still think we were going to win it. Because no team gets through a season without having some sort of a little blip. Now, now both teams, I think, have, have done... Liverpool, Liverpool don't get any blip. They get all the luck. They, they don't get any blip. Well, I think if they didn't have a blip, we wouldn't be uh, in a position to go one point ahead of them on Wednesday night. So I mean they've had a few. They've done better than last season, of course, um, and they could still finish potentially finish second on ninety-seven points, which is uh, an incredible achievement. But um, you know they've had their, they've had draws. You know obviously they lost to us. They can't call that a blip. But they've had a few draws, haven't they? I think they've had about four draws, and 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 I think they were all in a sequence. So I've I've been convinced perhaps it's not been a bigger blip the blip blip inverted commas they've had has not been as big as the one i'd hoped they'd well we all hoped they would have but they've still dropped points in games they probably shouldn't have done um although they've got a lot of points in games they probably shouldn't have done as well so i but i've always said we'll say we're some points behind that we i was still confident that we would win the league because um we've got the experience and i know this is a we're almost sounding like United fans here who were saying in 2012, oh, well, City haven't got the experience. We've got the experience of a title running uh, and we picked them. But I think we've got so much character in this team, as Andy said. Um, the, the team is exceptional. And you look at the comments that were made by Gary Neville um, after the United game at Everton about how City and Liverpool players, fight for every inch of the pitch. You know, they chase every ball, they cover every inch, um, and we've still got that in our armoury. And, yeah, I mean, every game's still a difficult game. We've got to get through tomorrow night at Old Trafford, but if United are anything like the shambles they were on Sunday, that shouldn't, in theory, present a problem. I think Burnley is the one that worries most people, because they put up a great performance at Chelsea last night, to to grab a point, uh, under under being put in tremendous pressure in the second half, so uh, they're still not quite mathematically safe. Um, they might... No, I don't think that they will be. They may be by Sunday when we play them.
3: The thing is, with Burnley, sorry, Colin, they've got I think 28 points in the last 16 games. Yeah, you know they're going at two points a game, which is in the old days, you know, a few years ago, would have might have sneak you into top four. So that's their last second half of the season has been fantastic.
4: Yeah, yeah. So I think they're about a point off being safe. So, but but that's still the one that worries me most. Playing against Brendan Rodgers, who's quite a clever coach. Uh, I think we I think we have to give him that, despite all his other uh, shortcuts means um he's got nice teeth yeah he's got wonderful teeth um that, you know that's still a, potentially a worry. I, I really can't see Brighton uh, troubling us. Although the, the way things look, uh, if Cardiff can pick up four points out of their last three games, I think Brighton could be in trouble on that last day. So it could actually be a very interesting last day with us fighting for the title and Brighton fri- fighting to stay up. Let's. And I can't think off the top of my head of any situations where we've seen that. Let,
1: let's go to Andrew Turner now, Andy. Um, Liverpool just they they just do not drop points no matter what we thought against Cardiff, and they were desperate for points, and they just couldn't do it. So, Andy, what? how do you see the last three or four games?
2: I think, I've I said it before, Mike, I think it's going to go right to the wire. Um, I think, even though I think City are going to win it, I think if you look at it, um, I do honestly believe that uh, there's, there's going to be drop. There's going to be drop points somewhere along the line, and I don't that, know that, that's that, that that who, Andy,
1: who's going to drop points,
2: but possibly both of us. Possibly both might get a draw uh, somewhere along the line. I just. I still think we'll win it, don't get me wrong, but this just this season has just gone from, if you look like um, Colin said, we were, what, was it 7, 9, or potentially at 1.10 points, I think it was, mm-hmm. we could have been behind. Two, we've pulled it back, and it's just gone nip and tuck, nip and tuck, nip and tuck every week. We're ahead, then they're ahead, then we're ahead, then we're there ahead. And I just think somewhere along the line, this still in this absolutely mental season. And let's be honest, you've got to give Liverpool credit. Uh, they've they've stuck with us, even though you know we've come back at them. They could have folded when we pulled all those points back. They could have folded and everything else, but they haven't. They've stuck in there. They haven't played brilliantly well. We've not played brilliantly well in the Premier League on occasions lately. But both of both teams are getting the job done. Um but I still think with all these teams that are in the top top seven, eight, nine, plus the ones in relegation zones they're fighting for something. They are really fighting for a potential hundred million pound kitty. Um, so it's a big incentive. So I, I, I just think this twists and turns. I really do think it's going to go. It's it could quite easily be that uh, ninety three twenty moment. right Ray, Ray, we
1: we have some um, Korean fans who are saying are Man City going to beat Man United six nil. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, so these are your Korean fans saying that. My simple answer is Anio. Okay. <laughs> That's Korean for no. No, absolute no chance. We're not going to be look what we've done in the recent games when we've been winning. We've won, I think, the last few games by a maximum. Was it two goals, three one, and two nil, and one nil? We're getting ahead, getting enough, far enough ahead to cruise games. We're not going out to hit teams for five and six, even though I think we could have done if we really wanted to. We're quite content to get a goal or two up and then um wouldn't say coast it but to take our foot off the pedal and to um, save ourselves for the next game and I think that's probably what will happen against United I can't see us even though um We couldn't do it, and they're as bad as they deserve it. But I can't see City doing better than a couple of goals and being happy about
1: it. Colin Savage, can you see Man City players down in the 90th minute, uh, kicking the ball around the way they used to do Um, in the last game, where we're just sort of uh, kicking the ball about and uh, kicking the the ball out of play and uh, frustrating them?
4: Well, you know, as Ray said, um, uh, we'd you know, love to go to Old Trafford and watch City win 6-0. But 4 one nils will win us the title now. So um, if that's what we need to do. Yeah, I mean, it was quite funny watching that in the, uh, in the derby last season because it was... Um, I mean, you don't really like to see sides wasting time in the corner. But there was something symbolic about doing it Old Trafford against United, when we'd have them on the ropes, really, for a lot of the game. I know, it was, you know we didn't really need to do it, but it, um, it it was quite funny, wasn't it? It kind of rubbed it in a little bit. Andy Turner, do you think that Kevin De Bruyne will be back for the end of the season?
2: Um. <laughs> We don't know. Uh, Pep's press conference is going on live as we speak now. Um, So... Uh we don't know what Pep is saying about the Kevin De Bruyne incident. So uh, all I'll say is that if it's serious, I doubt he'll be back before the end of the season. There's rumours in the press that he could be back for the FA Cup final, blah, 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 blah. Usual sort of press speculation. Um, all I'll say is that, can you remember that horrendous tackle by Jason Punchin on uh, Kevin De Bruyne that uh, the press immediately came out said it's going to be two, three weeks he played three days later. So uh, unless we hear from Pep saying Kevin De Bruyne is definitely out and he's definitely out the next sort of, you know, Wednesday, Saturday, two weeks, three weeks, uh, I'll hold fire. I haven't heard any definitive sort of answer on his injury. Uh, like I said, the Pep conference is going on right this second as we're doing this uh, vlog. So um, we'll
1: see. Ray, um, the most of... The neutrals were saying that City were absolutely devastating in the game against Tottenham. Although they conceded three goals, they were absolutely devastating and uncontrollable. Do you see that as something that would happen against Manchester United?
3: Not, not really. I mean, I think going forward, we were semi-uncontrollable against uh, Spurs when we beat them 4-3. Uh, because we were so poor at the back, we had to. We had to go and score goals. Um, and I don't think, fingers crossed, we're going to be as poor uh, at the back against Man United. And as I, I said earlier, my feeling is we're going to be looking for an early goal, possibly two early goals, and then two... Um, Stroll home is maybe too casual a word, but to, to take it easy and to coast home and without exerting too much energy. We don't need to win 4-5-0. The fans would love it, but if you offer, like Colin said, if you offered me three 1-0s now, 4-1-0 now, I'd probably Take them. I'd like a couple of two nils in there as well. Uh, you know, yeah. If you offered me four two nils, I'd take them all because goal difference might come into it. It shouldn't. Um, well, it
4: won't, it won't if we win four games.
3: If we win four games, yeah, it won't come into it. If we win three and draw one, potentially could come into it. So I'd like us to score a few goals. I and mean, we always like the beating Man United. And we like the, the more goals we score, the better it is. But we've got to be pragmatic as well. We've we've got a lot, still a lot of games um, after United. We've got. Game on uh, Sunday at Burnley. So you know it's only four days. If we can get that the lead, we'll be look. We'll, st- we'll start, to think, towards that game. I just hope uh, that we can focus long enough to, to keep ahead of United and, uh, and and give them the the hiding that they thoroughly deserve.
1: Andy uh, has uh, suggested something, uh, Colin, that I thought was very interesting. Uh, Andy has suggested that. Uh, Pet might convert uh, Laporte into a dedicated uh, uh, left back, and that
4: seems very, very interesting to me. Do you think that that's possible? Uh, well, it's, it, it's possible, but I mean, I think we all see Stokes and Laporte as our defensive partnership going forward for the next few seasons. So um, I think a lot depends on Mendy. Um, it, you know, companies has got, may get an extra season. I think what I've seen from Vinny company recently would uh, give me more confidence in giving him an extra season, but that's all we're going to get out of him. Otto Mendy, no one seems sure what's happening with uh, the general. Um, we've got, you know, a lot depends on Mendy, as I say. Sinchenko is converting into a fine left-back, uh, but more likely perhaps that Laporte... Um, can perhaps play on the maybe the left side of a three or as a left-back when required. But I think we need um, other cover at centre-back to be can able I, to do that.
2: Can I clarify what I said? Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually said if we were looking at a left-back uh, and a centre-back... Uh, could we potentially look at not getting a left-back if Mendy stays fit and converting Laporte into a cover for Mendy at left-back and buying a centre-back if we were to go all in for delete? Um, so I'm not trying to say we should just use Laporte as a left-back cover, blah, 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 blah. I think I think he has got the possibility to cover Mendy because I don't think long-term Delph and Sinchenko are going to be the only cover at left-back. We either buy a left-back Who's defensively sound for cover for Mendy if he's you know in and out or injured again, but I just think there's and I did throw that out there. There is the option that we can have Laporte as a cover as left back and buy another centre back and still keep company Otamendi, and bring through Eric Garcia,
1: guys. We can't, we simply cannot continue with Sinchenko and Delft at left back. Now they're decent, they're, they're decent midfielders. But there's no way that we can continue with that particular
4: scheme, Colin. What would you say? Um, I, I think, from Delph's point of view, uh, it looks unlikely, doesn't it? Um, I, I say I think Zinchenko could potentially be developed into a very fine left back, and I think the advantage of some someone like Delph or Zinchenko is that they are used to playing in mid- midfield. And as we've seen, and as we said before, Pep almost plays two lines of three. Um, in that you've got Walker, Stones, Laporte at the back. And then you've got um, Fernandinho, Gundogan and um and Sinchenko as a, a three ahead of them. Um, so, so that left-back, one of the full-backs, has to be able to play in midfield. And Sinchenko and, and Delve can both do that. I think Sinchenko gives us an awful lot more because his passing is much better, he's much more mobile. Um, so, yeah... Um, Uh, Delft did a great job last season as a standing left-back. I think he surprised us all. This season, he's looked like what he is, a standing left-back, a midfield player at left-back. Zinchenko, however, and and you've really got to admire with Zinchenko, Zinchenko. Um, his desire to stay, uh, to make something of himself. Because if you look at the reports this morning, that Mahrez is moaning about not getting game time, and you think... um, You've got to get your head down. It's his first season. It's going to take him a season to settle in, but you've got to get your head down and show you're worth it. So apparently he's great in training, but he's really not doing it to any great degree when we actually play him in games. But you look at Szymchenko, could have been sold two or three times, could have easily said, "Oh yeah, I'll take the move to Wolves or whatever it was," uh, he was he was linked with, but he hasn't. He's got his head down, he's worked, and when he's got on the pitch, he's shown us he's shown us what he's worth. And and um, good luck to him, I think. Um, he wants to learn He wants to play that position And if that's the position that will keep him in the City squad That's the position he'll he quite happily play
1: Great question for Ray uh, One of our Korean fans says Get rid of Bravo um, Let the young fella Do the Second job At goalkeeper And free up um, An international position um, What do you think?
3: Well, we all need to free up an international space if we're looking to get uh, new players in who are not home. Uh, the home out. I'm not going to go into all the details; it's uh, too complicated. But basically, they've got to have spent 36 months playing for a, a national uh, association, which is like English, Fran- um, Welsh, um, Scottish, and Irish FAs, by the age of 21. So. Um, so, I, I don't think um, I lost my thread there, but no, it's only if we're freeing up the spaces is it an issue. If, if we need to free up the spaces, that it's going to be an issue. Um, Kevin De Bruyne injury, Pep's actually said it's a muscular problem. We don't know how long it's going to be. I think that's just coming from his Pep.
2: Mares. Mares will definitely be at Manchester City next season, says Pep Guardiola in his press conference. And it says, on so injury to Kevin De Bruyne, I don't know. It's a muscular problem. We'll see in the next days how we will do. But tomorrow is a no. He's not going to be fit for tomorrow.
3: I tell you what, guys. I've got to. I've got to give, give the scoop on uh, Man City fan TV. We said that uh, at the weekend that Kevin wouldn't be playing in midweek, and we, hopefully, you know, it's a muscular problem, and it'll be. Uh, he might come back, and we also said on the video that's due to come out today that Mares would be staying next season. Uh, so there's there's your scoop, Andy, uh, for, for the day. But go, going back <laughs> to sorry, the question um, in hand, um, which I've now completely forgotten.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I, my, my my apologies. I ju- it's just that I'm, I'm getting the live
1: uh, in there. guys. It's so just it's, it's just a, it's just about freeing up an international. Uh, place by Free, ge- by by, by, uh, by getting, uh, rid of, uh, getting rid
3: of getting rid of bravo okay um up inter- international space only matters as i said if we want to get more uh, non-homegrown players homegrown players basically by the age between i think between the ages of 16 and 21 have to have spent three years 36 months with uh, a home association, Irish, Scottish, Welsh or English. That's basically it. That's why you get players like Ces Fabregas, who, although he's Spanish, counts as homegrown because he spent the time at Arsenal. Uh, he spent five years between the ages of 16 and 21 at Arsenal, so he uh, fulfilled the requirements of a homegrown player. Um, bravo, he must be, what, 36, 37 years old. He's missed pretty much all season uh, with an injury. Uh, he's out of contract in the summer, um, I don't think, we're not going to keep Aero Muric, I'll say that as backup keeper, because that's not going to develop Aron Muric, and Aaron Muric needs to go and play, I expect him to go on um, loan this season, and quite possibly we bring in uh, Zach uh, Stefan, who we bought from um, the NLS, I uh, can't remember the team now off the top of my head. And he's a decent keeper. And my belief was he was coming in to be number two next season. Um, Young kids, we want them to go out on lawn. We want them to develop. Like Angus Gunn, for instance, he went... To Ipswich on loan for City or Norwich, uh, Norwich, sorry, and uh, he did really well there. He's not going to come back to City. We sold him to Southampton for between thirteen and fifteen million pounds, and I think that's going to happen to Murich He has to go out on loan. He cannot stay as a backup keeper because he's not getting any experience or very little experience playing in cup games against Rotherham and Burton. Sorry, you know, with respect to those two teams that's not good enough experience for him. He needs top-level experience because um, you've got to worry because how many big games has Aron Murich been in? You know, if Edison, for, for argument's sake, if Edison was injured from now till the end of the season, we're, we're going to rely on Aron Murich for the rest of the season. He's, has he got the experience to do that? So, um, my, my personal opinion is Bravo will go because he needs to play. Or, he's a good number two, but I think he wants to play... And at City, we want to start bringing up other younger goalies. Andy, Andy,
1: Andy Turner, I, I, I'm very sorry for this question. It's uh, uh, motivated by a lot of Korean fans, but they're saying, "Why don't City pay 60 or 70 million and bring in some young min What, what do you, what, what do you think, Andy?"
2: Um wonderful,
1: wonderful player. I said
2: it on our videos on Man City Fan TV. He said he's, for, for not just lately, but uh, for a few months, we said he's a wonderful player and his style of play would suit Man City. Uh, his work rate, uh, his you know awareness, his runs, his pace, everything. Uh, I think he's a great, great player. Uh, whether Daniel Levy will ever allow uh, probably be his best player this season to leave to go to sort of Man City, I very much doubt it. And if he did, you know what Levy's like. He's a very astute businessman. He'd probably want 150 million quid or that is it. And he's going nowhere. So I can't see it. I really can't see Spurs selling Son, even though I think he reminds me of Carlos Tevez, the way that he runs and the battling and everything else. I think he's a great player. But will he be coming to City in the summer? No chance. Colin, no, Co- so Colin, Colin, Colin Savage. Absolutely
1: no chance. Colin Savage, if they buy Son Heung-min, then I will be able to see all of the games here in Korea <laughs> because they only play the games that Tottenham are involved in. Is there any chance, any chance, that we could get Son Heung-min? Uh,
4: Mares plus 50 million, maybe. I'm-
1: I drift, I, I'm, not, I'm,
3: well, I'm he, he, well, just stop you, sorry to stop you there, right? Uh,
2: Pep has just said in his press conference, uh, Mares will be with us next season and the next one and the next one. I don't need to speak to him. He will be with us next season. He knows and everybody knows there's competition in the squad. He is happy. We are happy.
4: Colin.
1: So he's up for sale. Colin, 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 Colin Savage. Colin, Colin. Colin Savage, guys. Colin, would you, was going. Uh, Colin, would you swap uh, Riyad Mahrez for Son Heung-min?
4: Swap? Uh, and, and I'd bung of cash Daniel Levy Look, as well. Guys, Thank I'm you. starting
3: the engine now. I'm starting my car. <laughs> I'm, I'm driving Mahrez personally to make sure he signs on the dotted line. And he's somebody they actually could do with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get it done, the three of us, four yeah. of us. <laughs> Let's go cheeky right now. Andy, you get hold of cheeky. I will. You know, Colin can get hold of Daniel Levy.
4: I, I, I tell you what, if Gundogan's not signing a new contract, we can throw him in as well.
3: Absolutely.
4: Mares,
2: that Mangala. Mangala, Gundogan, and maybe twenty million to sweeten the deal. Well, for now, a bit of cash guys, that that, can that we get
1: some. That, that is, is a, a here first. That, that's a very interesting question, guys. Now, if um. As is reported, Ilkay Gundogan does not take up the offer and wants to go off to somewhere else. Now, I've argued with Andy. Uh, We sparred about this last night, about Husam Auer, and uh, I think uh, uh, Andy uh, basically won that argument. Um, Colin, can you think of someone that could come in and do a better job than Ilke Gundogan? Uh,
4: well, you could probably find someone. The question is what you'd have to pay to do that. You're, you're, so, you're, I mean, you're,
1: you're not going to agree with me that Husim Auer is going to do that job? I mean, Andy is just... I, mean, I think, Look at Andy's
4: face. He's just like... He, he's not impressed at all. What do you think? Gundogan's Gund- got that experience. He's the right age. 28. He's experienced. And you need that... You know, we're, we're probably on the verge of losing David Silva. I'm beginning to think, you know having seen his performances, whether he'll even stay next... He'll probably stay next season. But he could just say, look, you know, I want to go back to the uh, Gran Canaria, Las Palmas. So so Gundogan becomes vital in in that midfield. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, it's his experience. I mean, it's not... I think we've seen this season the latter part of the season what Gundogan can actually do you know he really he really is looking like the player we thought we were getting uh, which is kind of perhaps a lesson for we had Mares because uh, it's taken him quite a while to Gundogan quite a while to show his potential or not potential we knew he had the potential but show what he's capable of in, in our side so um, you know it, I don't uh, oh, he seemed a very good player. Certainly, when we played uh, against him. But um, is, is he, a, you know, Gundogan? He, he, he can do that defensive slot. He can play further forward. He's scoring goals. Um, He's, he's a creator. His set piece delivery is generally brilliant. Uh, um, I, I'm, I'm still not giving up on him signing a new contract. But when you saw his when you saw his reaction after the Spurs game, you know he sat on the pitch in tears. You think that's a guy who feels something for us as a club, I, I, you know and. and even if he doesn't, his passion for the game is just what you want to see. He's criticised us
1: from a from a club, hasn't he? He's said that we don't have
4: the um, we don't have the nous in the in the final. Uh... Well, 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 I would say to, I would challenge him and say you are a player who's got the nous. You stay and you show us what's required, rather than walk away and go somewhere, perhaps where it's not even as good a gooder situation as ours. I'm, so, not, I'm so I, I really I... don't know you really don't know what's behind all this i'm going to bring so, it uh, i'm, I'm going to bring in an,
1: an, an ally i think an ally in uh, in ray and say ray give me some love for Hussein our look I'll, I'll do
3: that I, I, I will give you a little bit of love for so uh, but first but first i've got to say uh, i'll mention something about uh, Gundowan now I'm you know, not to contradict Colin, really, about, you know, Gundogan was crying at the end of the game. But was Gundogan crying because he knew that was his last ever chance to win a Champions League winner's medal? Because his next club might be something like PSG, where he earn oodles and oodles of money, uh, but never have a chance to win the Champions League. Maybe Catamount Pigeons, maybe that's why he was crying. Uh, who knows? Um, Pusamoa, I like him he's a decent player reports from France are good a uh, friend of mine who's a, um, a scouts um, in Lyon uh, based in Lyon uh, scouts French football for uh, for an English club he sings his praises um, Pep has obviously sung his praises Pep, and, and after the games against Lyon um, was very uh, I wouldn't say gushing in his praise but he wanted to chat with the young lad and there was a lot, of, a lot in the media at the time and um, but would Pep take Houssem Aouar over and above Tonga and Mbile? I'm not sure. You know, are they they not exactly the same player, but they play in a similar position? Um, but Husum Aouar is a young kid. Um, but and this is just another spanner in the works. Isn't he Algerian? Isn't that a, <laughs> <laughs> we've already got one in quotes problem child? Do we need another? Uh, and can Andy and me get through another year if we have another? Uh, Algerian player will we be be able to avoid the death threats from afar uh, for another season I'm not so sure
1: well let me let me bring in uh, Andy Turner here because Andy the we've been on uh, Twitter and the 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 number of tweets now and the number of reports about Rodri are are, are just getting out of control now now uh, Andy Turner what do you know about this guy Rodri well, is what 22, 23 years of age plays for Atletico. Uh, I
2: think uh, if I'm, in, oh God, I'm going to have to uh, really wrap my brains here. One second, uh, Rodri is a six foot three midfielder. Uh, he. Was he at VR, uh, VR He went on loan to Villarreal um, from Atletico, and then they bought bought or they bought him back, or he sold him to Villarreal, and Atletico bought him back for twenty five million euro. Um, six foot three, uh, played forty two games this season for Atletico Madrid, scored two goals, no assists, uh, but by all accounts. I think what goes in his favour and this is there's more than just footballing skills when the likes of Pep Guardiola and his team go in for a player like Rodri is that they're really impressed with not only his on-field performance which many have said that he could go on to be the next the next Busquets or better uh, so that's high praise um, but his off-field attitude is exemplary now is this linked with Sané and all the other rumours and things like that? We know that Pep likes players that are good on and off the pitch, not just on the pitch. So we've seen a transition from, you know, when sterling was getting all this grief and in the media and things like that and posting you know instagram posts and now less and, less and less and less and less and less of anything like that maybe because he's grown up and he realizes the impact it has so i think Rodri is a very good player spanish international uh, big you know big six foot three midfielder he's a
1: masculine man isn't he <clears throat>
2: he is a big big unit he is a big unit um uh, very similar looks and plays very similar to Busquets whether he'll ever reach the heights of Busquets is another question I don't know Um, rumours are that we're going to pay just though rumours are by the media the written media is that suddenly we're in for him and we're going to break our transfer record by 0.6 million pounds And you know what I don't know. I take everything. I take everything in the written media at this moment in time with a pinch of salt. Uh, it's just one of yesterday. like I said to you last night on the uh, flash pod uh, stuff we did. You know, yesterday we were we were linked in four different media outlets with four different players, all for the same position. Now we're not going to sign four players for the same position, but all of them were adamant Adam and that city were going to sign these. Midfielders, forwards, whatever else, and you know it's it's utter garbage. Um, so we'll see. We can't sign anyone right now. I'm sure City, I believe, have been out there watching Atletico Madrid. Not sure whether it's solely for Rodri or several other players that were not only playing for Atletico but the opposition. So it's transfer gossip time. It's this. I'm,
3: I'm gonna bring in.
2: It so is... is, is it's clickbait there's
3: nothing else in the media I I said, look we're all interested in um, new signing well, we're all interested in young players exciting players yeah. and the the media feed off that and so they give us somebody and we, we want to look at it and we want to know what's you know we I think mistakenly far too many of us fans believe that the media have got an eye as to what's going on in the background when in, in just about all reality they haven't and they're just doing it they're making mugs out of us and it's just to make money for themselves. And, uh, you know, they they always hide behind uh, rumours and a source told me this and a source told me that. We never know if that source is HP or Daddy's or Heinz. We have no idea. So, they just... Basically, the media are untrustworthy. Um, and I, I tweeted uh, a couple of days ago, I think Henry Winter wrote something. And he's generally accepted as one of the, the nice guys and, um, and, and a good writer. But even he um, had written gushing praise, really gushing praise of Olly Gunnar Solskjaer only four or six weeks ago. That, that was a bit and, ridiculous, uh, wasn't it? And then yes, you know, after they got absolutely manhandled by Everton, He's coming out and saying, blaming this, that, and the other, and I and I and I just said, look, these journalists—they know no more than you or I, and they've got no better. Their opinions, are generally, no better than yours or mine. So, make your own mind up. Make come to your own. You know, come forward with your own opinions and stick with them because it's well, just as good. Well, as let, let,
2: well, let, let, I mean, I, let, let, I, mean I, I, I can I just jump in? Like I said to you last night, Mike. You know, gold.com reported that Joao Felix. Had a 88 million pound release clause uh, this, within less than the, 20, the, less
1: than, the, this, this. is the guy, than 20, this is the guy I who I don't know.
2: I don't. I, I, I don't know who it was. This, but less than 24 hours later, Benfica came out and said he's got 122 million euro buyout clause. Now there's a discrepancy of 36, 38 million euro. So
1: you know who's, I, who's to, right then?
2: Just take. Well, just take. Just take
1: every. Well, guys, pitches. this is interesting. This is the guy who says that uh, one of the uh, the things that really gives him pleasure is the idea that there is so many girls going after him at this point. But I want I, I want to bring in Colin. Are you talking Sa- about Felix or uh, Joe, Felix. <laughs> Joe Felix.
3: <laughs> All right, sorry. All right. But I, <laughs> I, I, I
1: I want to I want to bring in Colin Savage here uh, because. Um, Nobody, nobody, I think, is convinced by Ben Chilwell. Now, uh, Colin, we obviously need a left back. We obviously need someone to provide uh, some kind of competition for Ben Mendy. And I just wanted to pick your, your brains, Colin, about one or two people who might possibly uh, be a left-back option for Man City. I mean, everyone is talking about Juan bissaka and he is going to, to come in and provide competition for Kyle Walker. But the options for left-back are slightly less limited. Now, I did talk to uh, Andy about um, Fauzi Gulam and... He, he basically, uh, I think Andy uh, ridic- ridiculed that because, well, basically he's been injured for most of the year. But um, but Colin, Colin, do you see somebody <laughs> out there that could be a left-back option to provide competition for, for Benjamin Mendy? Well, what's Willie Dollichy doing these days? Well, well <laughs>
4: he actually um, he
1: actually replaced Glenn I, Pardo, didn't he? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, funny enough, it, it's it's always been a problem position, hasn't it? Um, I used to be a bit of a left back in my back in the day. Oh, um, really? Oh, left le- left, uh, back unions, left, right. back <laughs> left back union, left back union.
2: Colin and Ray at left back.
4: Of all the positions on the outfield positions on the pitch, left back seems to be the one people have most trouble finding um
2: because you're in the changing room.
4: Quality. Um yeah. and I was I, I was arguing
1: for Fauzi, Gulam and, you know, and and that was not impressive. And Andy told me Andy told me that was bollocks. There's
4: no way Fauzi Gulam is gonna come in. <laughs> no, it, yeah, he has been. He has been injured. I mean, the last thing we want is it someone giving Mendy competition on the treatment table. <laughs> and that's, uh,
2: for, that, that, that's the reason why I, th- I don't think he'll come in because I, I think once bitten, twice that. shy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. Have liked I he looks a good, he looks a good fullback, very much in the Mendy mold. But uh, you know, can we take the chance given what we've been through with uh, Ben Mendy? I, you know, I, I'm hopeful Mendy will come good, uh, and if we can get if we can ever get forty games out of him in a season, give us a uh, name, give us a name. Come on, I, I I don't know who's out there that's better. Um, you know, if you're going to buy some, well, if you're going to buy cover, it's obviously going to not going to be someone who's better than Mendy. So it's going to be someone who's. Happy to sit there and play the 20 games that Mendy doesn't play, assuming we get a, a foolish season out of him. So, you, you know, uh, you, you've got Zinchenko who's prepared to do that. Uh, as Andy said, you know, Laporte potentially uh, could cover that position if necessary. Um, I, I've never been quite convinced, it all depends on Mendy of course, but I've never been quite as convinced that we're looking for a, a left back, unless we know there's going to be a permanent issue. What, 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 what about Ferran Mendy?
2: While you're on Mendy, I'm just looking up some assist stats. So we've just been talking about getting rid of... Uh, <laughs> on assists, <laughs> this is. Getting getting rid of Gundogan and, uh, and Maras for Son. Uh Son has got six assists this season. Uh, ben Mendy's got five. Uh, ben Mendy is one behind... Uh, Having children? S- Son, the mm-hmm. likes of Roberto Firmino. He's two behind Bernardo Silva Two behind Mahan Salah He's two behind Lacazette Three behind Lacazette, sorry Three behind Aguero Four behind Sterling Four behind Pogba And he's, uh, okay, he's way off uh, Aiden Hazard and Ericsson on 12 and 13 But that just goes to show you He's hardly played And he's still Uh, in the top He's in the top, basically 15 players in the Premier League With five
4: assists If he's four behind Pogba We should think about getting rid Would it? Anyone who's behind Pogba no. should be on the transfer list, and that's uh, after what? Ten games? Or something? 10, game, nine, 10, ten games?
3: Seven, nine, ten? What I think he's played about eighteen league games, seventeen or eighteen in two seasons. Yeah, yeah. So is it? I think he's played eight. Is it eight or nine Premier League games? Oh,
1: Okay, Some guys. Five, let five, me.
3: Five. I'm, let gonna, it, I'm uh, just going to add about your Fousey Goolam. Um, when we're oh, I, I love break. that guy. I love that guy. Well, but, but, but Mike, he's played 17 league games in two seasons, yeah. and that's, that's his that's his problem. That's his Achilles' heel. Um, and and also the fact that he's Algerian. He's another Algerian. Oh, sorry, that's a uh, Goulem's agent on the phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no. We're only joking with the Algerian. Quit, by the way. It's
2: not. It's just that we signed another Algerian, we're going to be absolutely inundated. They've actually gone away now. They realise that Mahrez yeah. hasn't been as good as they all said six yeah. months ago. But <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying now, uh, this isn't a racist thing. It's let, a let, let, let
1: me, thing. Let, me take up so
2: inundated.
1: let me take up something that I did with, um, with Andy last night and uh, talk to Colin about this. Colin, you remember the days when we had four strikers? We had Jacko, yeah. we had Aguero, we had Tevez and Balotelli. Tevez and Balotelli. Now the thing is, um, we do we, we we simply do not have those options now, and we need something. Now we have, uh, as you know, uh, the young Brazilian kid who's not quite, not quite really challenged uh, Sergio Aguero. But uh, Colin, do you not think seriously that we need somebody as a third or a fourth option in attack?
4: Well, I argued very strongly when we bought Mahrez that it was actually uh, when people were saying, why do we need him? My argument was that we need him because we've got uh, Aguero and and Gabriel Jesus. Um, We've got Sade and Sterling. That's four players. We're going to play 60 games a season. I have to write this down now. So we're always going to start with, generally going to start with three forwards. So that's um, 180 positions we've got to, starting positions we've got to fill. A forward rarely plays much more than 40 games, 45 games in a season. So that means as a minimum, a minimum, we need four forwards. But preferably five. Give me, give me,
1: um... So, so yeah, give, give um, me, give me Pepe, please. Give me Pepe. <laughs> um, um, uh, 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 support me here, um, Ray. Uh, Pepe from Lille. He would be one. Wonder- um, he, he, he would be wonderful, wouldn't he? Yeah, but Pepe's
3: going to buy Munich. Isn't that, he? That's what so they.
1: That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they
3: say. I don't think he'll come to City, Pepe. Uh-oh. That's my opinion. I don't think he's played long enough um, at Lille. To, um, to be at that level that City won, and I might be, might be wrong, uh, and it might be one of these that's been kept uh, underground uh, because we've not really heard any uh, links. I mean, the Mail are talking about Liverpool want to spend 70 million on Pepe, um, Bayern Munich are in, Chelsea, and Arsenal were looking at it, but apparently his agent has said he's going to go to Bayern Munich for about
1: 70 million quid. Colin, um, Colin Savage, give me Luka Jovic then. <laughs>
4: Jovic, uh Felix Felix Felix, is it? Um Joel Felix. Felix the fingers. Joel Felix the fingers. is, uh, in show was as, a, as a, just doing the math before. Say we start with three forwards, that's 180 places. There's always got to be one on the bench, so that's 240 uh bench and starting places you've got to fill. Uh and I say a forward rarely plays more than 40 odd games. So you're looking at needing as a minimum five forwards. And it's probably it's probably a five senior plus one junior forward because that then makes the mix a little bit better. Uh, and Kalicjanacjo was perfect for that plus one role because he wasn't expecting to get a lot of starts. Um, we've got um, Nemecha, who was on the bench a few times this season, who perhaps could be could be that extra striker. But i don't
3: think Lucas. I, if it's, sorry, Colin, if you're talking Lucas Nemecha. Yeah. I think he's not of the standard um and that's the, the the word that seems to be coming out from the academy.
1: Andy, uh, Andy, Tur- Andy Turner give me give me that guy from Wolves. Uh who who's the guy from Wolves who's not Yeah, Raul Jimenez. Raul Jimenez, give me him as a backup striker. You're, sha- you're, you're, you're 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 shaking your head Andy but come on.
2: He isn't world class. We 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 have to be in for young talent but. Is is gonna be here for the next four, five, six years, and um, Jimenez is a great player. And it just—it's like anything. We—I could throw fifty names at you and say, "Look at the great season they've had. They've had a wonderful season." Um, so let's buy him. Uh, and we have no idea. We have absolutely no idea. I'm sure Pep's got scouts out there looking at players, and not only what they do on the pitch, but what they're like off the pitch and things like that. So, uh, like I said, I keep going back to the Joao Felix thing. Uh, we've got a player who's been great in the Benfica League, in the Primera Liga. Um, done really well, played 39 games this year, scored 18 goals, got nine assists uh, for a 19-year-old kid. Uh, but if you look on, I don't know, if you wanted to look on, let's say, things like TransferMarket.com, how much they rate him now, they rate him at around about 35. Now, no, Andy, We're...
1: Andy, you say... Not on, not
2: on, not... Not 122
1: million euro. Uh, uh, City's, uh,
2: City's model is not to go and, buy and spend that time. No, Otherwise, we would have spent more money Andy, in
1: the you, summer. You, not. you say that. You say that. But you would take one, the wouldn't you? Um,
2: well, we discussed this yesterday on the podcast, Mike. It, exactly,
1: um, that's what you, I'm saying.
2: It, it, it is a great defender, and he is technically very good at defending. Whether he's as good going forward is a different story, and you know, and he's only a kid. He's English and everything else. So yes, it would be tempting, but let's not go overboard. And I would say. You know, Pet will be looking at him. He's certainly a wonderful defender. He's in the mould of a. You know, like I said to you yesterday, uh, Gary Neville was a brilliant defender, but he wasn't great going forward. Um,
1: I don't know if Jamie he's a Carragher. great defender, actually.
2: Oh, he was a very. Good... He got he got Jamie, robbed, he got he robbed by
1: a... robbed by the goat, didn't yeah, he?
2: He did, he did on that one occasion, like all defenders do, but he was a very good defender. Jamie Carragher, converting from a centre-back to a right-back, was a brilliant, very, very good, but none of them could, neither of those players were great going forward, uh, and that is what Pep wants, he wants somebody who can defend sensibly, somebody who is situationally aware, but can also offer going forward that attacking intent, that intelligence, and Walker at the moment has got the right back spot, and his pace gets us out of trouble. Uh, he does well, now. When that pace goes, we'll see what happens. But uh, it's 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 a whole different ball game when you come
1: to Pat Guardiola. Let me, let me br- and their fullback. Let me bring in um, Colin Savage.
4: Colin, about Juan Bissaka, uh, have you been impressed? Uh, yeah, he looks good when we've seen him. But uh, again, it's about. What he brings to the squad and how it impacts the squad. Uh, looking at Carl Walker's figures, he's played up to uh, Saturday forty-seven games this season out of uh, fifty-six. So, if you bring in someone like Wan Bissaka, he's either got to replace Walker. Or sit on the bench If you're bring if you bringing a player like that in I don't see him sitting on the bench So, I mean, this is where We've not talked about him But this is where Danilo's strength is And alright, he may not be the player that Walker is He may not be the player that Mendy is uh, But you can put him anywhere uh, you know, And he'll do a job for you for a game or two uh, Ray, so, Ray. I, what, think, what? I think with with, with Wan Bissaka, it's you know, is he prepared to sit on the bench, or are we getting rid of Carl Walker? I don't think we're getting rid of Carl you know. Walker. Let, let, let's, let, let's
1: let's bring in Ray on Wan Bisaka Wow, uh, well, he's he's a
3: decent kid, Wan Bissaka. Like uh, Colin and Andy have said, he's showing um, a lot of promise. You know, um, but if I'm right, this is his pretty much his breakthrough season. Um, he's not really done much um, before this season. It does, and and, and I think you've got to ask yourself do people look good in a defensive unit that's ultra defensive and their only focus is on defending? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, teams like Palace. Uh, teams in the bottom half of the table, a lot of their game plan, especially when they play the top teams, is purely defending. You know, five men across the back. Now, if you've got five or six defenders, then you've got more chances of snuffing out problems and, 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 and putting our players under pressure. You know, if, if Sterling's coming down the wing, on sees on the left wing, and Wan-Bissaka's there, and there's two defenders on him because they're a defensive unit, it, it should be harder for Sterling... Against him, as if he had one defender against him, and so we don't know how Wambasaka will fare in a city team where he's asked to go forward. Now he might be pretty decent going forward, but he might not be great in the transition of attack to defence.
2: And you have to
1: you have, you have to you
3: also you have to also
2: bear in mind we're talking about a team like Bray said, and this is this is ultimately my point: is he, he's only young, and pe- you know how. What a genius Pep is uh, when it comes to converting players into this, that, and the other. But you know, we have on average between sixty and seventy percent possession in every game, which means we are on the front foot all the time. Which means Walker is making these dynamic runs, and you know our defenders and midfielders are making these runs. Is Bersacca? We've not really seen that side of him in a Palace shirt. We've seen him defend absolutely incredibly. Uh, and don't get me wrong proper defending, you know, old school defending. We haven't seen much of him going forward. So, how do the scouts at Man City look at that and go, "Oh, you know, he's got those elements and that that in-game intelligence to be able to transition in the well." You're only looking. You're looking at him from a defensive point of view, and he is brilliant. There's no doubt about yeah. it. But well, there's a lot more to Man City than can he defend because well, that is not. Otherwise, we will not have Carl
1: Walker. Well, let me ask. You know, uh, let me ask uh, Andy. Is there anybody that has particularly impressed you in the Premier League or in Europe that uh, you're a little bit excited by <laughs>
2: um, I, I, it's a bit of a loaded question that because uh, am I excited by certain players yes do I are you talking about four Man City not many um I tell you one that I said it on our podcast yesterday that I did with you that this uh, Thiago Almada um, in Argentina and that's one who City have been looking at. He's only a young kid. He's only seventeen years of age. Um, he is. Uh, the usual, anyone from South America, they dub him the next Messi and blah, 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 the usual garbage that comes out. But Tim Vickery speaks very, very highly of this kid. And City have been following him now since he was 16 years of age. Uh, they reckon we could get him for 20 million quid. Whether he'd get a work permit, who knows? If not, and I doubt it, I agree, Ray, I doubt it, uh, he could go on loan to one of the sister clubs, your owner or somebody else. Uh, but... Uh He is pretty exciting and I think he fits the Man City model of buying players that represent value in the future. And this is why I think the likes of Joao Felix and others... I just can't see it. I just cannot see City going down that route. And I think if you try to take anybody from the Premier League... Look, you mentioned Ben Chilwell before as a left-back. We're going to have to pay 50 million plus for him. And is he really all that? He's a decent left-back. But he ain't worth 50, 60 million quid, in my opinion. So, um, no, nobody in the Premier League, there is one, and I've said it all the time, and I'll get loads of stick on here for saying it. Ray will probably say who it is, from an, opp- from an opposition,
1: uh,
3: our, our local rivals.
2: There go is on,
1: go about- on, go on, go on.
3: Go on, Ray. Who is it? Oh no! I'll no no! If you want to say United players, mate. Go on. Who is it? Marcus Rashford.
1: Oh, yeah, Marcus for Rashford. goodness sake, Ma- guys! Come Marcus,
3: Ra- Marcus Rashford is one
2: player in the Premier League that I think would absolutely suit Man City down to the ground and would.
1: Oh, he- Colin imagine Savage. Him pen- shut- imagine him
2: under Penny Guardiola.
1: Shut, shut, shut up! up shut, on, shut up! Shut up! Colin I'm, Savage. Ma- Colin, that thrown, Colin Savage, well Colin Savage, please add a little bit of sanity here. Uh, is there a particular player that you've been impressed with, either in the Premier League or in Europe, that you uh, you've got your eye
4: on? Ah, oh, it's a hard question, really. I mean, attend do Don't say Marcus Rashford. <laughs> I thought we were, I thought you we were going to say Luke Shaw, to be honest. No, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Um, Um, bit. give me a bit of credit. Fairly simple uh, is the lad at Swansea. Um, James. James. Who? uh, Daniel James. Uh, uh, That's a fairly obvious shout, that one. I don't know. I mean, you you look at plays and they look good. But I think we made the point. I think Andy (laughs) made the point before. It's uh, certainly about Wambisaka. Will they fit into the city system? And um, uh, and again, the thing about Daniel James is he's got a lot of pace. and, And... so is Leroy Sardeg but can he play the City way and and it gets about um, it's about doing it over a couple of seasons because we've seen we saw it last season you know Mohamed Salah absolutely on fire oh he's had a a decent season this season but nothing like the one he had last season so I think you've got to see some consistency. a a player we've not mentioned who, who was kind of highly talked about a couple of seasons ago was Ryan Fraser at Bournemouth Yeah. It's another one who looks like a phenomenal prospect, and he's he has done it for a couple of seasons now. I
3: think Ryan Fraser's got twelve assists in the league this season. Yeah, he's up and coming. Um, This, I mean, I'll I'll mention someone then that well off the radar, well, well off the radar. He's a young kid that's been tracked. He's a a local kid from um, Hume in Manchester, and he's um, he's not playing in the Premier League, but he's been tracked by a whole host of uh, top teams like United, City. Uh, Liverpool, uh, uh, apparently all uh, are watching him. Go on. And he's a kid called, uh, he plays for Rochdale, and he's called Luke Matheson, which probably no one's ever heard of him. He's, he's only 16 years old. He, he played his first game for Rochdale as a 15-year-old in, I think was it, a checkered trade trophy against the uh, very last uh, season. First game, man of the match, wasn't even 16 years old, um, but as I said there's a few teams that are, are interested in besides uh, you know, United City Liverpool and, and others um, he's a defender and, and I think he's I think he's gonna go how far you don't know I mean, he's, he's a young kid so it's, it's like any of the young kids you don't know how they're gonna develop um, I mean And talks about Tim Vickery, uh, talking about this uh, kid in um, in South America and Tim Vickery is really uh, excited by him but I mean I, I liked him Rick, and I, I respect him a lot but I remember a few seasons ago he Moreno. Said Marles, Marlos Moreno was better than Gabby Jesus and, uh, Gabby Jesus is playing for Man City and we bought them both and Marlos Moreno has pretty much tanked at Girona and I think he's back in South America now so you just don't know how young kids right. are going to develop um, they may have loads of potential you don't know, you know if that's going to be fulfilled you don't know how they're going to uh, figure in when they move to a big club or to a new country, there's so many variables and so many reasons why someone can fail, you know. And I just don't think City want to be there spending 60, 70 million quid on on a risk, which is why with Gabby Jesus at about 30 million quid is about your level. Um, I just can't, see, you know. Felix, has he done enough? Pepe, I mean, we talked about Pepe. Now Pepe <coughs> he's was it 24 years old already? Pepe. And until this season, he's not pulled up any trees. So you ask yourself, has he suddenly developed this season where he scored, I think, 20 league goals in 35 games? Last season, he had about, I think, 13 or 14 league goals in in a season. Before that, he went down to eight goals in a season. So, has he suddenly exploded because that's where his development is and his potential is now being fulfilled? Or has he just had a lucky season where he's banged in a few goals? We've all seen (coughs) players who've had a lucky season, you know, and I'm sure we could name a few. A few years ago, we had Mutu, He scored a few goals. Freddie Canute Others, they've had half a good season or a good season and they've been touted and and then it suddenly dropped off the radar. So you just don't know, um, especially with kids, what's going to happen in the future. And honestly, as I said, do we want to take a risk on a player who's who's had half a good season or a full good season out of six?
1: Uh, Can I just step
2: in there one second? Uh, How many goals... uh, All right, how much... If the name has been shouted out there Ruben Neves Okay, Ruben Neves how much do you think City would have to pay to get Ruben Neves
1: 100 million 100 100 million. million
2: A hundred million pounds. Yep. So so this is this is a play that a lot of people, and we get it on our channel lots and lots and lots, uh, people say, what about Ruben Neves? What about Ruben Neves? And Wolves have had a really, really good season. Um, how many assists does Ruben Neves have this season?
1: Not that many, I in,
2: in, in, in the Premier League, in a, in a really, really good <laughs> season, that he's supposed to be worth a Well,
1: he scores a few worldies, think, but apart from that... Three. Three assists,
4: two assists, three?
1: Less. Well, two. Two. Two well, assists. He's is had two assists
2: this season, Ruben Neves. Uh, now, Benjamin Mendy's had three more than him uh, in this team, and he's hardly played. So, I think we need to be really careful about when we talk about these players and things like that. Is is you know... Oh, they yes. we, won that much. They, they've done nothing. Uh, Colin, they've done absolutely nothing. Colin, we're talking hundreds, hundred million pounds, hundred million euros for somebody who's had uh, what half decent season. I mean, Nevers hasn't. I've watched him quite a lot when Wolves have played this season, and I can I can count on three fingers.
1: I Colin Savage. Oh, I, I, I'm really, really intrigued by. There's uh, something that uh, An- Andrew said last night, and I've been thinking about it all night, and uh, Andy... Andy, hey hey And... <laughs> 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 Uh,
3: Uh, uh, That was just between me and you, Mike. uh, Mike, I've got to interject, Mike. I've got to ask you, uh, did he say
1: Saranke? No, 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 no. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Don't go ship that. He didn't do that. But he did. He gave me something to think about all night, and I was thinking about it. And I know a lot of other people have been thinking about it as well. It's a very, very good point. That uh, Andy made and I just wanted to run it past Colin Savage and um, uh, Andrew thinks that uh, that uh, Laporte could actually make a decent left back (laughs) Is that a deja vu joke? I'm actually thinking about this guys I'm thinking about it and I think that he's got a point. I mean Colin what do you think about that? We've we've talked about this. We
3: have about we this. have. We're, it's your déjà vu, George.
4: Well, while I've got while I've got the microphone, we were talking about young players. I don't know if anyone else saw a clip on social media of the um, it, and it was not not put out by City. Well, a football coaching guy, about City's under 12s team playing in a um, a tournament in the US, uh, and the game was against Dortmund's under 12s And he was highlighting in this clip, and you could see it, how this under-12 teams, under-12, were playing like the first team. So the goalkeeper was playing out from the back, the movement, um, everything like that. And there was a lad that caught everyone who saw it. There was a lad who caught everyone's eye. Uh, He's in the under-14 staff. I think this was a year or so, a year ago. Uh, A lad we actually got from Port Vale as a 12-year-old called Joe Undala. And people were laughing and said No, 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 that's Yaya Toure And he's forged his birth certificate uh, And he was a big unit He was playing in that pivot Defensive, midfield, pivot type position And um, he was um, He had all the attributes That Yaya Toure had at his best He was, um, gi-
2: he was a giant
4: boy, Absolutely it, well, giant he was, That's what people were saying No, 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 he's not like Yaya Toure That is Yaya Toure <laughs> Uh, but but I mean he looks a great prospect. But I think we said you don't know how players are going to develop, how they react to going up a level or two. Um but, but, I, mean, but, but, but I think we talked about Pep talked about Lukaku. Pep can Pep, who, Pep can make. Uh, Pep
1: can make Laporte into a left back, can't he? Yeah,
3: he can.
4: Look, I-, I will say this. Colin, Colin, don't,
3: don't
1: you money. think?
4: Well, Pep-, Pep could make Sergio into a left-back.
3: <laughs> no, look, no, what I'll say is, look, look, <laughs> is Leclerc a better left-back currently than <laughs> Ben Bendy, than Fabian Del, than um, Zinchenko? Yeah. I think he probably is, or with a little bit more training, he will be. will he give Pep what he needs uh, with your inverted fullbacks coming moving into midfield i 'm not so sure no
1: but no, Colin, Colin made the point that um, one of the the issues for central defenders is that they 're free on both sides, they can pass on both sides, but when they uh, are up against the sideline, then they 're limited in their passing options. And um Colin said that uh, very uh, several uh, times during the season. And when Andy said that last night, I just, I, I, I studied the videos. I went back again and again and again. And th- th- this guy has got a pass like you would not believe. And I really believe that Andy is right that this guy could be a left back. Well I'm um,
4: Connor Connor cover co- co- cover well, cover, well, cover yeah, I think it's cover. about cover yeah I think it's about what Mendy gives us what Walker gives us it's that pace that gets them forward so I uh, I think we know Laporte's got the passing ability but it's about the mobility as well. Has he got that? Um, well, he's certainly a he's certainly a violent bastard, isn't and he? it's about playing. It, and I think it's about you have to play a different way when you've got the touchline when you're close to the touchline, which you can't do as a centre, which where you've got more flexibility as a central defender. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he could make Laporte into uh, a central def, uh, into a left back. I, I, I don't think that would be his best position. Okay, okay, okay. No, okay. I,
1: I I
2: agree. I agree. I, um, yeah. my, it's only my, set, set. my my point was cover for Mendy yeah. next season, and we invest in the centre back. Well, another centre back like, like the league, but he
1: did wonderfully against Liverpool. Um, so we all he was we, brilliant. We against all, Salah. we all saw that, but um, we're going to have to um shift and rotate. Uh, um, the 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 big question for all of us is can we get a season out of Ben Mendy and um, now, guys I don't know if you know the history better than I but um, did he have seasons for Monaco where he was out for for long stretches I mean maybe uh, maybe Andy would know about that the, 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 did, did he have long stretches out injured for, for Monaco
2: Yes, um, you on about Ben Mendy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he came to City with a, season, a twelve months, eighteen months injury record uh, before he came to us. So okay. his injury record wasn't wasn't brilliant. Uh, let's face it. I can't remember. I am got the stats in front of me. We did it on one of our videos, and I said, you know, he'd, he'd been out. He'd had. I think it was three. For a moment, and this is just off the top of my head. I think it was three serious injuries. <laughs> at Monaco and is, in his pre and his previous club. I've got his uh, stats
3: here. He played twenty five league games for Monaco um, in his last season. That's twenty five league games.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, he played a, obviously a lot in Europe but only twenty five league games. That, that's, and, a, that's a concern, isn't it? At Marseille he played in his three seasons at Marseille, 24, 33 and twenty four. Yeah. Do it do it do it do we like
2: I think, I think there were like three major injuries and they all surrounded knee ligaments or something like that that he had at Marseille and Monaco prior to what he got at Man City. So we knew what we were getting but we were only getting a young kid. You know, we, let's face it; he's still, he's still a young kid.
1: We need so, a, we need a left back, don't we? We need left and, back.
2: Well, well, in this day and age, you know the way that the treatments of in surgery has progressed. Sometimes they say that with ligament damage, you can come back and your knee is even stronger than it was before, uh, and that's why I think we give him another season. We we'll see what happens and. If within the first sort of three months he gets another long-term six-month injury, then we cut our losses with him at the end of the season, and that's it. But uh, there's no doubt in his ability; he's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant.
3: The problem brilliant. with Mendy, going forward. his injury—I'm just looking at his career total of league appearances. It's very little. Well, he's got. Let's let's check out uh, some of the kid, kid stuff he did. He's got a 100- hundred eighty two appearances in eight years. Yeah, That's it's, it's, less than twenty five a year. That's yeah. league. It's, 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 it's re-
2: his record it. is poor. Like I said yeah. when I did I did the research on him was three, four months ago, it was I was surprised at just how many injuries and he's had and how little games in, in sort of major sort of first team football he's actually
3: had because of those he's, injuries. He's gonna be one of the the luckiest players as well because he's won a lot of trophies having yeah. played very little football and he's earned a shed load of money won a lot of trophies having played very little football in and, the last and, few seasons and he's still a baby call it call it 24 24 well,
2: well, is he, well Raheem, Raheem Sterling and Bernardo Silva are up for young player of the year uh, this season so
1: yeah, I would say and still front, a baby If anything, he's not young. In July. Uh, uh, Colin Savage Raheem's going to be
2: a year older, and so is Bernardo Silva. But uh, they're off the young player of the uh, year. I've I've got to ask. What's
1: all about? I've got to ask Colin Savage something that worries me tremendously uh, is Leroy Sane. Now we know what an amazing player he is, but I am getting increasingly uh, worried and frustrated about his future at Man City. Um, what What would you say to me, Colin? What do you think about that?
4: Well, um, it is worrying, isn't it, that he can't seem to um, get in the starting line-up these days. Um, and that it, it, it was really only against Tottenham on, on um, Saturday that, that Guardiola trusted him with 25 minutes or whatever he got. Now, the story seems to be that um, he's not doing enough off the ball. Um but we know what he can do on the ball. And you, you kind of think that... You, you look at Mahrez... Andy, he Andy, uh, a lot off.
1: Andy, we're talking about Lee Sani. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're talking... You look at Mares, and he might do more off the ball, but does he give us more on the ball? Um, even Raheem Sterling, I think, doesn't uh, occasionally doesn't do enough off the ball. Occasionally, his concentration drops. He's not where he should be. Um, so, it, it is a worry that... because. I was you you may not get you may not find a player who's perfect. You may you may have a player who's got faults in one or two areas, and you may have to accept those faults, uh, but accept what they bring you on the positives. Uh, with LeRoy, it's a little worrying because um, I, this is this is off-field stuff about his the relationship with the the woman he ha- he's had the baby with, and
1: and, um, and and his mother.
4: Yeah. So I don't know. It's. Um, It is a bit worrying. Uh, You you would hope that the penny drop. I I think one of the things that that I'd say is, uh, not not just about Sane, is when you've got a busy season, when you're playing 60 games, it's very, very difficult to change the way a player plays or the way a team plays because you're not getting enough uh, time to do that. All you've got time to do is, is have a few basic... Uh, limbering up, keeping players fresh type session. So uh, I I think we we would hope that in the summer, with no distractions of World Cups, European Championships, whatever, that that Pep can work on Leroy and get his head right and get him doing the things that he's uh, allegedly not doing. Um, Ray, are you worried
1: about Leroy Sané, particularly because there have been some reports in the press that he wants to go? um, Are you worried about that?
3: Not really. Look, the reports in the press. The reports in the press say eight players want to leave. So you know, just like uh, Andy Turner, who I think is about to leave any any second now. Um, they, they said eight players want to leave. Now, can you honestly see City letting one third of their squad go in the summer? I can't. So to me, that that's just you know, pick up some names that are easy to mention, like Leroy San and like uh, Ilkay Gundogan, uh, Fabian Del, um Nicholas Otamendi, Mahrez, Bravo, uh, Chuck, another, another couple. We did a video this morning mentioning nine. Mangala, obviously, we expect him to go. But there were nine players that were rumoured to be wa- wanting to go. Now, I, I, what what's going to happen? OK, in the summer, you might lose. Let's say we lose three of them. OK, now, whichever media outlet came out and said these nine players are going, you can bet your bottom dollar in the summer. Let's say, for argument's sake, three players go. They'll turn around and say, hey, we told you so. And they'll only tell you about the three players that they mentioned would leave that actually left. They won't say, oh, we actually cocked this up. We told you another six would go. They didn't go. So, it, it, it's, it's you know, it going to take, as Andy says, with a pinch of salt, um, all these rumours. Yes, there is something a There is something amiss because Leroy, we thought he'd get more game time this season. He'd be even better than last season. Last season, he was fantastic for it. First main season at City. We thought he'd get even more this season. We thought, you know he's going to carry on developing the way Raheem Sterling I believe has carried on developing we expected the same from Leroy it hasn't happened and Pep has said we've told Leroy what he needs to do but we don't know you know who does know what's going on behind the scenes with his young baby with his uh, wife with his mother with whatever we have no idea in his personal life what's going on I mentioned to Andy uh, earlier on today about um, your uh, one of your favourite players uh, Mike Sammy Navi. Now, Sami is top, top, playing really well at City, and then he suddenly went off the boil, got fat, and he's drifted up into nowhere. And But at the same time, people have have the go at him, but he splits up from his girlfriend, and I think he took that really, really badly. I can only guess. And I think it's the same with Leroy. We have no idea what's going on. So, I think Pep doesn't want him to go. And I think the only, only, only way that Leroy Sane will go is if someone like Real Madrid come or Barcelona come and say, here's 150 million quid, we want Leroy Sane. Otherwise, he's going nowhere.
1: Andrew, we know uh, about Leroy Sane... He's got this girlfriend that had three or four uh, big rap stars who were her boyfriends before. Um, uh, He's obviously uh, had this baby with her. And uh, it's got to be... uh, My my goodness, I mean, I don't don't know. I mean, I've got no idea. But I could could imagine that uh, if you're a young single uh, man... And, uh, the last three or four boyfriends of your girlfriend have been big rap stars and, um, you're, 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 you're basically trying to hang on to, uh, this particular, uh, girlfriend and, and you love her and you've had a baby with her. It, it, it's probably going to be, I, I, I guess you could say, um, a little bit, uh, nerve wracking, I guess, um. Andy what do you think about leroy sunny and and what do you think about his future at man city
2: um I won't worry too much about it like I said uh, me and Ray discussed this on our video that's going out later and uh, we have absolutely no idea what's going on with Leroy uh, for all we know uh just like the David silver incident when he with his little boy um we don't know whether it's anything to do with this baby, anything to do with problems in the background. We have no idea. And, and what a fine. I actually can't stand this the fact that some city fans keep posting things like, Oh, he's fallen out with the manager. How do they know he's fallen out with the manager? And if he'd fallen out with Pep Guardiola, there's no way beyond the bench. Pep would just get rid of him and say, Go wait for two weeks, don't come near the squad, blah blah blah. We have absolutely no idea what's he, he has behind the scenes.
1: He has kind of been banished from the squad for about the last three or four games. I mean he's been he's he's played Virtually no minutes. Yeah but,
2: yeah, but he's been in the squad because he's been on the bench, so he's not right, benched from
1: the squad. I mean, again, it's again, finished. against Tottenham, when everyone was begging him for 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 him to be on, he he was not on until my goodness, the end of the game, and and, and people were crying out for Leroy to come on. Yeah, but we we
2: we we're, we're just fans. <laughs> we don't know what Pep Guardiola knows, and uh, you know it's you know we have to trust in Pep. Pep knows more about Leroy's situation than we do, Uh and we have to trust in what Pep is doing. And like I said, we would be really foolish if we start coming out has, on has social media, claim, 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 on, on, claiming that we think that there's a problem between him and Pep Guardiola. We do not know personally whether there is any problems or whether it's a family problem and he's just trying to manage him and getting to the end of the season and has Leroy ever come out and said I want to leave in the summer no Has any source that is you know named source said Leroy wants to leave in the summer no uh, all you've got is media journalists just because he's not been starting neither has Mares, and it's no coincidence that suddenly we've got Sane wants to leave
3: Jesus hasn't, and Jesus,
2: hold Jesus hasn't been started so oh Jesus wants to leave Mares hasn't been starting he Mendy. wants to leave Otamendi, he hasn't been starting so he wants to leave. Sane now hasn't been... He wants to leave. I mean, Jesus Christ, where does it stop with City fans going on and on and on? (laughs) Posting utter garbage about what they think they know that they've read from some two-bit bloody journal who posts it purely because it gives them clickbait because there's nothing else to talk about. Forget it. City fans, just wait and see what happens in the summer. We have got no idea what is going
3: on in the the background with Leroy Sarge.
2: Guys,
1: that is... is, is,
3: journalists aren't City fans. No, they're not. You know, and, and, and some of them sport our, our, our biggest rivals. Uh, 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 I don't know who that is. We will also su- suggest that Sterling has been quite good on the left-hand side. In yeah. all honesty, this season, he's been bloody brilliant. Scores some great goals, cutting yeah, in from the left. And, yeah, and you can, you, know, you can look at the goals against Spurs. You can actually turn around and say, actually, having um, Sterling on the left and Bernardo on the right, it's a very, very good option for City. Or having in uh, it for me, it's it, it's no worse than having Sterling on the right and Leroy on the left. So you know, I think Leroy's got to book up his ideas because my personal opinion is, in the games he has come on as sub, he hasn't done much. Colin Savage. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, most, uh, he's my he's the most exciting player we've got at City, in my opinion. Uh,
1: Colin. Uh, Colin Savage. The the guys that uh, have expressed their opinions makes a lot of sense. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but um, I'm still worried about it, and I I, I, I want to ask you for your opinion about uh, Leroy Sami.
4: Well, I think I just echo what they said. I mean, I did say something earlier. That's that's no on. good. Like... That's no good. You've got to say something different. <laughs> so, you know, I I want Leroy to stay. I think he offers us a lot. Um, he, he's absolutely deadly when he's on form, and. Um, uh, Probably, uh, probably more so even than Raheem Sterling can be. I mean, Raheem could be deadly, but but sometimes he, he's, me, Raheem, he's, the, he's the best player in the like, team, isn't he? Well, well, I think I think that occasionally he lacks a bit of technique, he lacks, lacks a bit of composure. He's getting there, but Leroy, uh, you know, when he's on fire, you know, his brilliant movement of the ball, his ability to just glide past players, um, and his ability to score. Uh, Whereas Sterling, sometimes if he thinks about it for a second, kind of loses the plot a little still. Uh, Although that's getting a lot better. So I'd like him to stay. Um, I think he could, well, he can certainly do a job for us. Uh, But we just just don't know what the problem is. So there's no point, I I agree with Andy, uh, there's no point in even trying to speculate. Let's see what happens. Okay, guys. I think that we've pretty
1: much... um... Uh, covered everything. Uh, uh, I, I just wonder are there any other issues? The reason we did this flash pod, and by the way, guys, flash pod doesn't mean quick pod. Flash pod means things that we don't normally talk about in the match. And um, as you know, our flash pods can go on for a while. And um, uh, uh, Korean guys who have been um, asking us for this and they, they they were saying that they're a little bit lonely and they they would like to hear um speculation about Man City well you've definitely got an hour and a half of uh, stuff there from us but um uh let us just finish off now and ask the guys uh okay let's let, let's let, let let's ask the guys one question about the about the future and what the future holds for Man City this season, and we're going to start off with um, Andy Turner and say, Andy, how do you think this season will finish off? Treble,
2: domestic treble, breaking more records. That's the end of it. FA Cup, <laughs> domestic treble, yep. end of breaking re- more records. Never been done
3: before. My <laughs> uh, uh, and his domestic trouble might mean the uh, FA Cup, the League Cup and the Community Shield. No <laughs> FA Cup Premier League and the Carabao Cup and if
2: you want to call it a quadruple there you go domestic quadruple <laughs> done and dusted city are going four trophies this season we could have gone five but we're not in it so oh that's my, my final final opinion
1: oh my gosh all of these Korean Cori- the these Korean fans answer. these Korean fans are going to be absolutely uh, uh, loving it let's let's go for a bit of realism now to <laughs> Colin Savage Wilkish. and Wilkish. Uh, and ask Colin Savage, Colin, how would you see the end of the season going? I mean, there's only a few more games to go, and um, it's very, very difficult to predict, of course, but you're going to say what you think is going to happen.
4: Well, if you want some realism, I'll give it to you. I really agree with Andy. <laughs> I, I really think we're going to do the lot. And um because my son is coming over from the States just before the cup final uh, and he will be here when we have that t- trophy parade with all three, well all four trophies and don't forget we won MasterChef as well um, <laughs> yes. so that's five. Um,
3: and the ladies so- are in the final of the FA Cup aren't they? And Thursday night, I, I, I don't forget
4: Thursday night, City versus yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. be so we beat you know,
4: Liverpool to the Tiddler Winks World Championship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are going to need a bus just to hold the trophies, let alone the Don't players. let the bus go anywhere near Anfield. Yeah. <laughs> Co-
3: uh, We'd lose more than our hubcaps.
4: Co- I'm not sure that's the answer you really wanted, but that's my, well, that's my opinion.
3: Well, I suppose you're going to come to me and all I'll say is, if we win our next five games,
4: I'll be happy. Well, uh, the other yeah. record, the other record we could get, of goals. course, we're we're one behind. Our, we're one off our goal goals. scoring record established in 2013-14. Yep. So uh, a couple of goals tomorrow night tomorrow. at Old Trafford would um, set again set yet another new record for City. Well, uh, guys, we're going to
1: have to finish it off there. Now, you guys out there, especially the guys in the islands, and you're saying that. Um, you wanted a wee bit more chat, and you were excited by the uh, the the little chat that I had with Andy last night, and you th- that made you happy. Well, hopefully this makes you happy and makes you a little bit more optimistic. But uh, for now, we're gonna sign off. Guys, we will do more Flashpods in the future. Uh, If that makes you happy, we will do that. And uh, before we uh, sign off, we've got to say cheerio and goodbye to our honoured guests. And uh, the first one is um, Man City Ray. Ray, uh, Man City Fan TV Ray. Ray, thank you so much for coming on.
3: Thank you, Mike. It's been a wonderful two hours and a bit. Uh, um, (laughs) I tell you, no, I I can't go into the rude things. But you're you're an extension man, not two inches, the ten inches. So the ladies must love you.
1: (laughs) Okay. And our 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 next one is. Colin Savage, he's the uh, the king of the k- Kipax writer and the City Matters uh, committee uh, member. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to say thank you so much to Colin Savage. Oh, it's been
4: good. Always good to talk with you, Andy and uh, Ray, of course.
1: And we had the full
4: team on tonight and the team cannot be complete
1: without the governor, Andy Turner. Andy, um, thank you so much for coming on and let's hope we can do this in the future
2: listen it's always been a pleasure it's brilliant to speak obviously me and Ray speak all the time so I'm not interested in him <laughs> uh, but Colin Colin we, we don't get I'm I'm... Ch- chatting that often so I just want to say a massive thanks to you Mike for inviting me on uh, Colin it's always a pleasure being on with you mate and listening to your 70 years of following Manchester <laughs> City <laughs> I'm, I'm only joking j- I'm only joking uh, but yeah <laughs> no, I, won't, I, won't sh- I won't say to the, uh, li- the listeners out there, what was uh, being set
3: back uh, by a uh, I've got, Skype? I've got to, I've got to ask you, Mike before we go. Is Andy called the Governor because he looks like Pauline? No, no. All out of the uh, what? What's that quiz show? The, that's the Governor. The Governor. Oh
2: well.
1: Maybe I, it I, 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 Andy is the Governor because. Um, well, I think I, I think that he is—he's uh, probably the one that. Well, we we, we yeah, sort of look, we, just say he's you know, that causes,
2: from the chase causes problems. Yeah, go on, <laughs> say it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll admit I do cause problems. It's fine. No, uh, can. I can have a, I can have a fight in an empty. Uh, I, I, I,
1: I, I, I I would say Andy is the most uh, the most uh, forthright uh, in his views. So, uh, so uh, guys, uh, let's just stop it here and say what we always do, and we say um, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Have one on us, and as you know, up the blues.
0: That turns you are It's in the moment Look away in the sky It's about time That your mind took a